0: Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. Amen. Let's clap our hands and make a joyful noise unto the Lord today. Would you do that? Come on, let's make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Somebody shout amen. We're so glad that you're here. Didn't we enjoy those children today? Weren't they great? Would you give them a hand? We so enjoy them. And this praise team, we thank you. I would like you to grab your Bibles today and turn with me to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 7. Also, if you would hold hold Deuteronomy chapter 6 close, we will be reading uh, a lot from that chapter today. And um, so 1 Samuel chapter 7, also Deuteronomy chapter 6, we will be reading from those today. And um, I want to say it is so good to have with us Brother Dawson Woodward, Brother Dylan's brother, so glad that he's here. Spent a little time this summer with his brother and here at the anchor, been visiting some family in Canada. We're so glad you're here. We love you so much. Appreciate you. Thankful for you. Brother Michael Burns is here today. Amen. You know his dad, brother. Amen. Evangelist Shane Burns, we want to be praying for his father as well. Had surgery, busted his Achilles tendon, and it's going to be down for a few weeks. And we want to bless him and pray for him. Can you say amen? And somewhere in the building today is Brother John Jones. Where are you at? Wave your hand, Brother Jones. So good to see you. Amen. Really was a lifetime member here at the anchor, moved to Louisiana. Uh, let our let our music and worship lead for many years. Let's let's give all of our guests a hand today. Praise God. I uh, we uh, we are so glad. Where's Brother Danny and Sister Krista at? Where are they at? They're they're back there on the back row and appreciate. They got baby Asher with with us today, and we are so thankful. Amen. That everything is all right. Would you thank God? Hey, for this beautiful baby, I saw him up here in the altar worshiping with him, and so we're very, very thankful. Look at your neighbor, look at your neighbor and say, It's 4th of July. It's Independence Day. Praise God. It's Independence Day. Hey, brother, and sister, Tay, I'm back there. It's good to see you all. So glad you're here. Let's welcome them today. Would you do that? We're so glad. And uh, James and Jesse Pedley are with us. Wave your hands back there. We're so thankful they've been attending here. It was privileged to baptize them in Jesus' name. Amen. So thankful. And uh, they've received a job, graduated. They watch online. They attend here when they're in town. And they're moving to Georgia. We had dinner last night. I said, I hope this isn't the last supper. Amen. But uh, we're so thankful for them. We're praying for the hand of God to be on them. And... uh, before we get in god's word i want you to lift your hands and i want you to ask god to bless his word and that he would speak to you individually today would you lift your hands lord we love you we thank you jesus we pray for a work and the moving of your spirit we're praying lord for the young men that you have sent to this church oh god and are sending to this church become the the, the the ministers you want them, as they were prophesied in our prayer, prayer revival that come, that you would do a work in these young men that's passing through our church this summer. We pray for a work in every family. In Jesus' name we pray, and everybody says amen. i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to let you be seated, and I'll get into, to the text in a moment. It was July the 4th, 1776 that these, these words were not only penned, but established. It says, the unanimous declaration of the, thir- of the 13 United States of America. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer. While evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies. And such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present king of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to to a candid world. He refuses. He has forbidden. He has refused to pass. We'll bring just sections of this. He has called together. He has dissolved. He has refused. He has endeavored. He has obstructed. He has made judges. He has erected. He has kept among us. And it lists these things that King um, George III was against their freedom for imposing taxes on us without consent. He, they go on to list these declarations and it says something like this. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns and destroyed the lives of our people. He is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation and tyranny. Already begun with circumstances of cruelty and and scarcely paralleled in the most um, barbarous ages and totally unworthy, the head of a civilized nation. He has constrained our fellow citizens, taken captive on the high seas to bear arms against their country, to become the executioners of their friends and brethren or to fall themselves by their hands. He has excited domestic insurrections among us. He has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants of our frontiers, the merciless Indian savages who known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. And he talks about, they talk about in this as how we have sought for for betterment, we've sought for negotiations, we've sought for a better way under the leadership here, but to no avail. We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America, in General Congress assembled, appealing to the Supreme Judge, the Supreme Judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions, do in the name and by authority of the good people of these colonies solemnly publish and declare that these United Colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as a free and independent state, they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and do all other acts that things which independent states may of right do. And for support of this declaration, With a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. And then it was signed, the Declaration of Independence of the United States of America. You know what they were declaring? Freedom from oppression. They were declaring freedom from, from, from chaos and confusion. They were declaring Freedom to be able to worship God the way they felt to worship. And in their declaration they said we have talked to the creator. We have sought the supreme judge to do what we are going to do. I want to say to you today, today we celebrate that writing of the the constitution, can you say man, of the declaration of independence. I think we ought to stand and thank God for the freedom of our founding fathers to (laughs) declare our freedom to do what we are doing right now. Now. And you say, Amen. I think we ought to thank God for somebody declaring our freedom today. Amen. Look at your neighbor say, I'm so glad we are free. Praise God. You may be seated. And for those writings, for those writings, we celebrate because we are now the leader of a free world. We are now um, a man thanking God for our independence and our freedom. But I do want to say that King George, the Thay, King George III wrote in his diary on July the 4th, 1776, that today, nothing happened. While he was declaring nothing is going on today, across the Atlantic Ocean, there were 56 signers that got together from 13 colonies that said we've had enough. We've had enough of the attacks. We've had enough of bondage. We've had enough of confusion. We've had enough of tyranny. We've had enough of big government. We're going to declare our independence from this king that is against us. I say to you today there is power in a declaration. We the people of the United States of America. I would say to us today, at some point, in similar parallel, you will find that the children of Israel, when they were in Egypt, they had had enough. They said, Lord, we cry by reason of our affliction. It's no longer the way that it was. Pharaoh, a Pharaoh has risen up that knew not Joseph and gave us the liberties when we arrived, but now we see the attack of the enemy on us. And the people cried unto God and the Lord sent them Moses a preacher and led them out of bondage and from where they were to a promised land that God had for them. I say to you today that there is a prince of this world. Matter of fact, the Bible uh, puts it in lowercase but says that the devil is the God of this world. The Bible tells him that, tells us that he's the prince and he's the power of of the air. I read in another verse that says, Through much tribulation shall you inherit the kingdom of God. You will find in the Old Testament were physical battles that today we deal with emotional, mental, and spiritual battles. We're not fighting a physical war of independence uh, in our walk with God. We're fighting a mental, spiritual, and emotional battle, amen, to win against the oppression of the enemy. I've come to say to this congregation, there is a God of this world. I blame your chaos and confusion on the devil. I blame your emotional bankruptcy on the devil. I blame your family issues on the devil. I blame all of the immorality, it leads back to the devil. He wants to cause you to have mental breakdowns, emotional chaos, Immoral, immoral decisions. Because there is a God in this world that we can go all the way back to the Garden of Eden and show you that when there were two, two married people in the garden, Adam and Eve, everything was great until He tried to lure them away and bring death upon them. I declare to you today, there is an enemy of your soul. There is an enemy of the kingdom of God. He's doing everything he can to increase overdoses and suicides. He's doing everything he can to devalue human life and God's institute for family. He's doing everything he can to attack the preacher and to break them down to where they can no longer preach truth. He's doing everything he can to bring immorality and worldliness into the church so the church will become weak and have no power against what he's doing but i come today to tell you we declare as the people of god power and authority over everything the enemy is trying to do to our family We declare we have authority over our mind. We have authority over our emotions. We have authority for our families. And we have authority, amen, in the workplace where we live. God wants to give us divine authority. Somebody shout divine authority. Brother Cody said it well. God talking about today about truth. It has always been and will always be God's intention for every man, for every woman under the sound of my voice today. He gave them dominion in the garden of Eden. They had dominion over every beast of the field, over every fowl of the air, over every fish of the sea. It has always been God's will for you to have authority over the things that are against you. The truth of the matter is in the garden of Eden, Eve and Adam both had authority over the serpent in the garden. They had authority, all they had to do was say go and he would have went. Quit speaking, he wouldn't have had to have said a word. He could have been dumb and silent for the rest of their lives and they would have lived forever. But the truth of the matter is, they fell subject to the temptation of disobeying God's word. I submit to you today the reason people fail, the reason preachers fail, the reasons families fail, it's linked somewhere to disobedient of what God wants them to do. That's why there's an attack on God's word. That's why preachers that I've even heard in this own city say doctrine doesn't matter. We don't really, it doesn't matter what the Bible says. That just as long as you believe, there's more to this than faith. You've got to get in that word, and his word declares our freedom. When we're obedient to that word, there's power and authority that happens. Doesn't matter what the society says. I'm just going to go tell you. It doesn't matter in 2020, in the 20. Uh, in this century, it doesn't matter what they legalize or say is okay. Our dominion and our authority is not the laws approved by man. It's the laws that were made by God. We've got to have his word and that's all that matters. Come on. I'm preaching to you. I'm preaching to you today. The devil would love to take me out. Because if the shepherd is meeting, the sheep will scatter. He would love to take every father out in this room, every mother. But I declare liberty over everything the devil's trying to do. I declare freedom for our country. Somebody shout "Hallelujah." hallelujah. Oh, jump to your feet in honor of his word and say we declare freedom from the attack of the devil. We declare freedom from everything the enemy is doing. Now, you young people, listen to me. The first promise, the first commandment with promise was to be obedient to your, and uh, your fathers and mothers. That's what it says, to honor thy father and thy mother. You want to have victory in your adulthood, you had a dominion in your, your, your late teenage years, Honor your parents. I don't care. Who down the roads, mama lets them do something? If mama in the house says, you can't go, don't you throw a fit? You subject yourself to that righteous mom and dad and I promise you, it'll give you dominion and authority later in life. The Bible says your days shall be long on the earth. But I'm gonna preach the adults here in a moment. When the Bible talks about in the last days, be seated. Perilous times shall come. It does. Dangerous times shall come. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Boasters, proud. It lists a whole bunch of things. It says disobedient to parents. You read that, because when, when you hear a parent, you think child. It's not talking about teenagers and seven-year-olds. It's talking about adults who choose to disobey the ways of God the ways of establishment of his word. It's talking about adults that choose to do their own thing instead of what they were taught to do. He said in that day, there's, they're gonna love pleasure more than they love God. And I say on this July the 4th in a great crowd here, we have developed a vacation culture in summers. Pastors call them summer slumps. Pastors preach to pastors. Pastors encourage pastors because you can't expect, expect to have a revival in the summer because if you expect to have revival in the summer, you gotta deal with people's pleasure time. Are you hearing me? Pastors will encourage pastors, they'll say, listen, don't judge the success of the church based upon summer, it's vacation time. I'm not against vacation. I've taken a few days in the last couple of weeks. I've got a vacation scheduled in August. I'm not against vacation. You know me, y'all know what I believe. But let me talk about this. Why is there a summer slump and and you can't have prayer meetings in the summer and and you can't have a revival in the summer. If you cause revival in the summer, the saints are gonna be mad at you. This is American culture, by the way. I'm gonna tell you why, because we have a school system that starts in August and it goes until June. So people are off, their kids don't have to be in school, they can take longer time to be together. Can I tell you, go take vacations. But if we choose and feel led by God to have a revival, from Sunday to Wednesday, or a prayer meeting on a Saturday, don't get mad and say, what's that preacher doing taking care of my time? Because the end time is this. They will love pleasure more than they love God. Come on, I've been here 20 years. Going on 20 years, I can talk like this. I have proven myself I will not take advantage of your time. But what we have allowed in American culture is my day, it's me day, It's my time, all of this stuff. What about God's time? What about what God wants, what God desires? And God has never, 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 never wanted you to be in bondage. He's never wanted you to suffer. He's never wanted chaos in your life. We see that through the life of Jesus Christ. If he calls you to prayer, it's because liberty's on the way. If he calls you to sacrifice, it's because freedom's gonna follow. Come on, is there anybody in this room that says, I will do whatever God wants me to do. I'm gonna be whatever God wants me to be. Somebody shout hallelujah. Everybody shout we declare. There's power in a declaration. You know what I'm doing when I'm preaching every Sunday? I'm declaring. When they're up here singing, pour it out God, they're declaring. It's a power of a verbal declaration. You don't think it, just think it. You, you don't just ponder it. At some point, you gotta speak it. Look at your neighbor and say, you gotta open up, open up your mouth. Tell your neighbor, I know your mama said be, y'all know what mama said. Sit down sit down, and shut up, right? Be seen and not heard. But that didn't go in the church. I've been to I've been churches where I think everybody in that room, their mama told him, you be quiet. Because nobody opens up their mouth. I was at a church one time, somebody said amen, and everybody, everybody in the room jerked their head and turned around and looked at that one person. Mama had told them. The Bible says, open up your mouth. It says, with the mouth, confession is made into salvation. It's the power of an open mouth. Matter of fact, the Bible says that life and death are in the power of the tongue. It goes on to tell us that you are snared by the words of your mouth. Don't you ever say, I can't. Don't, don't ever say, God doesn't hear me. Don't ever speak those things. Don't, don't speak ill. Don't, don't say negative things. My mama also taught me, if you don't have anything, oh my Lance, don't say anything at all. How many, how many of you have ever said, there? have mama to tell you that? Look at your neighbor and say, On that case, keep your mouth shut. Praise God. It's the power of a declaration. John, John's about to fulfill the prophecy of Isaiah, who'd be known as John the Baptist. John's about to fulfill the prophecy through his mother Elizabeth and Zachariah, his father. When the angel showed up at the altar of incense in the holy place, the angel came in and said, I come to give you a word that you're going to have, that your wife's going to have a child. They were in their older age. He said, but, ready? But I am old. Now he's declaring the truth, I think. He was declaring more than the truth. He was saying, I'm too old to have a child. We're outside of childbearing years. We're beyond the ability for this to take place. Quit labeling. Quit labeling. Ability. Because with God. He said his name should be called John. His name should be called John. And the Bible tells us but the gators that on that moment that the Lord caused him to go dumb. Dumb. Couldn't speak a word. Not ignorant. not not Not, not, not uneducated. But nonverbal. He couldn't open his mouth to speak. Because the power of the tongue was so powerful that in a moment of unbelief he could redirect John's future because of the authority of a father. You better be careful what you declare. And when John was born and he went to write the name of John, his mouth opened and he could speak because God didn't want him to mess up because of his unbelief. There's gonna be discouraging times, there's gonna look like things are against what's prophesied and planned, I'm gonna tell you what you do when the promise is not yet fulfilled. What you do when you're not where you're supposed to be. Either be quiet or declare what's already been said. You see, church is about a realigning. How many ever get out of way during the week? Come on, be honest with me right now. You better be honest or I'm gonna call you out. How many don't I was getting right to answer wrong? I was getting right to say, how many of your spouses get out of the way? But that's the wrong one. Everybody's gonna get busted. Fingers are gonna be going like this. How many's ever had your faith tried? How many's ever wondered if God was listening? What do you do in those moments when it looks like God is so far absent? I'm going to tell you what you do. You declare his word. Now I I, I want to, man, I feel this so strong in my spirit. Can I ask you a, a rhetorical question? That means don't answer it. What are you declaring? Are you declaring that it can't get better? you you, you, you declaring that it can't, it, 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 the, the children can't turn? Are you declaring that you will never be able to do good enough or righteous enough because of a recent mistake or a past failure? Are you declaring for them, are you declaring for you negative hopelessness? Or is there a possibility, Zechariah, that in you is also the ability to say, his name is John? When he began to repeat but like the angel of the Lord said, His mouth is opened. Look at your neighbor and say, keep your mouth shut until you open up the prophecy of his word. I don't know why, but that felt good to say it. Anybody else feel good when you said that? Keep your mouth shut until, man. That's a, but I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna do. Prayer. Prayer is not just about asking, it's about declaring. Singing is not just about making beautiful tones together and so we can say, oh man, the praise team did good today, I like that new song, oh no. We're not, we're not singing to you, we're leading you to sing unto him and to speak into your world every positive thing that needs to be spoken. (laughs) This is not a stage and you're not the audience. You are the stage and heaven is the audience and we declare, I declare freedom for my family. I declare freedom for my home. Yeah. I, no matter what the world has spoken, I declare freedom for my children. My children are going to be free. My home is going to be free. Somebody shout freedom. freedom. Look at your neighbor beside you and say, God's going God's to set us free. Woo, I feel a holy boldness upon me right now. I do. I I don't care. I don't care what the culture is saying. I don't care what the statistics are saying. You have the power as a believer to declare what God says, what God wants, what God desires, and God will bring it to pass. I wish I had a mama. I wish I had a daddy. I wish I had a husband. I wish I had a wife. I wish I had a believer jump to your feet and say, "It's going to be all right." I just got a feeling it's going to be all right. I've got a feeling God's going to make a way where there is. No way. The power of a declaration. You know what I've learned as a pastor? I've learned that sometimes I have been your faith as a preacher. I have walked into your world and spoke things that you could not feel. Because I am a pastor walking with the Lord. When all hope was lost, I can look at somebody, a discouraged, precious saint of God and say, I've got a feeling it's just going to be all right. I just got a feeling that God's going to make a way. When all, when all hope was lost, when all statistics were against, when it looks like there was no way that God would give me a word and say, do you trust me? I've had to ask that many times. And I don't, I'm hoping in every case they said yes, they were honest do you trust me yeah I said then let me speak life to you this is what the devil said but let me tell you what God says you just hold on because God's gonna make a way where there is no way (laughs) hallelujah Come on, 13 colonies looked outnumbered, but when you declare what heaven's declaring, victory always happens. When you declare what heaven's declaring, I'm going to tell you what I declare, I declare victory for this city, that the drug addiction's going to go down, that overdoses are going to decrease, that suicides are going to be removed, I declare it, I declare it, I declare it. Come on, jump to your feet and clap your hands and shout, I declare it. Woo, I declare. I declare there is a reason. I want you to look at a few people and say, I declare this is going to be my best year. Come on, I want every husband to turn to his wife. Every husband, turn to your wife. Every husband. You can kiss her if you want to, amen. Every husband, turn to your wife, but I want you to tell her, I declare God's gonna make a way in our home and in our family. He's gonna fulfill every prophecy and every promise. Come on, don't stand there and look at her. You need to open your mouth. We're gonna start over, amen. I declare God is gonna bless our home. He's gonna fulfill his word. Every prophecy, every promise. He's gonna touch our children. Their future's gonna be amazing. The enemy can't have our marriage. The enemy can't have our babies. God's gonna work on our behalf. I want every wife in the building, I want you to look at your husband and say, amen. Amen. Come on, amen. Because when we have men that declare, they are amen. We need men in the building. That'll say, I don't care what the devil said. I don't care what culture's doing. As for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. I want every man standing, every lady sitting. Every man standing, every lady sitting. We need men like... The founders of our Constitution. They said, we pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. To do what? Have liberty and freedom. We need men that can fast. We need men that can pray. And I'm going to speak this. We need men that that can declare the promises and prophecies of God. We need men that can live righteous in an unrighteous world. Godly in an ungodly world. We need men that can say no to their wants to fulfill the will of God. And I promise you, when you say no to your flesh, you're going to have more benefits than what you would ever have pleasing yourself. Let every man in the building say, I declare. I I want every man in this room to say, we declare. declare liberty Liberty for our home. Come on, Adam. Liberty. Liberty. I feel this. We've got to have men to stand up and say, I'm going to be a man. Not only am I going to be a man, I'm going to be a man of God. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Just remain standing men. Deuteronomy 6 and 1 says, now these are the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments. i got to stay here a minute. Culture, culture, Hollywood, laws have done everything it can to devalue the man. Everything. To weaken the role of a man in the home. You think it's, there's an attack on the man? The attack, the, the verbiage that came to Eve was really to remove the word that God gave to Adam. Because God didn't speak that to Eve. God spoke, don't touch the tree to the man. we at got your neighbors say, we need men. It came to Eve to remove the authority of the man. It has always been the goal to take authority out of the home. Moms, my goodness. We need men to be righteous men. You need a righteous preacher. We need men that pray for their pastor we need wives that pray for their husbands i'm not excluding i preach about the power of the praying woman I, I talk about that but today i feel i feel a little war coming on me i feel a little battle rising up in me i feel a little umph. i, I feel a little flex coming on me. you know what i'm talking about i feel like a whipping the devil type of jesus jesus you think jesus jesus was a man's man he didn't build with wood he built with stones when you study jerusalem they didn't build with wood he would have had he'd have had calloused hands Lifting of stones and the cutting of stone. Jesus was a man's man. He was tough. He would have been strong. We're living in a day. To remove the value and the authority of men being men. I feel a little something coming on me right now. You know, the Bible says he, y'all with me? Jesus is mad when he sits down and ties a whip. You're taking care of business. When you're so mad, you sit down and weave a whip together. And you didn't cool down in the process. He's gritting his teeth. He said, for the zeal of the Lord's house has eaten me up. I'm going to tell you what I feel. And I speak a word to this church. Men, you need to quit leaving it to the ladies to do what God called you to do. Don't clap. I want you to hear me fasting and prayer, praying over your home, standing strong before you are the leader of your house. You want to have a strong church, build strong men. There's nothing your wife wants more than for the husband to be the head and the man of the house. One of the most attractive things is for a man to become comfortable in his own skin. Joshua, you've got to declare. As for me and my house, doesn't matter who it offends, doesn't matter who it opposes, we are going to have the blessing of God in the house. I'm not going to wait on my wife to bring it. I'm bringing it to the house. I'm bringing it to the children. I'm bring- Come on, let the ladies say Amen. That's pretty weak. I think you ought to have a heartier amen than that. I'm helping you out right now. Every lady in the building, I want you to shout amen. amen. I want all the men to remain standing. Now these are the commandments, the statutes, the judgments, which the Lord your God commanded to teach you, that ye might do them in the land whither ye go to possess it, that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command thee, thou and thy son and thy son's son. All the days of thy life, that they that thy days may be prolonged. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that you may increase, everybody say mightily. Look, I want you to declare. I, I declare, we are going to increase mightily. Men, did you ever think, you know how a stranger became a Jew? Through circumcision. When the man was circumcised, that means the removal of his flesh. The removal of the physical desires of his flesh. Hear me right now. When the man became circumcised, it allowed the whole family to get in the the kingdom. There were only two types of people in the world. There were the circumcised and the uncircumcised to get the family in, the law was for the man to become circumcised in the Old Testament. Because there's requirements of a man to have a home in the kingdom. This is random, this is not planned, but I am in the Holy Ghost. Do not let culture weaken your role in the kingdom of God. It is time for men to declare righteousness and I promise you, family suit is gonna follow. I want every lady standing, every man standing, everybody standing, every child. Do you know that when a woman comes to church, only like 35% of the women that come to church, that their families will come with them? It's like 35%, one of the study groups. Now don't you women get out of here and go read some women's lib book and say I was against the women. I'm not. I'm giving you biblical precedence. Study shows that when a man goes to church, 95% of the men that go, their entire family goes with them. Causes God's order of creation. And when a man chooses to become righteous, and young men, you need to live for God now. Don't wait till you're 18. Those disciples, many of those disciples, some estimate John, the revelator, that preached the gospel, that when he was with God, Jesus, he was about 14 years old. John the Beloved. We have weakened our men and we have weakened the expectation of our teenagers to be nothing more than video game gamers. When the wars in this country, man, I feel boldness of God. Y'all don't want no sissy preacher anyhow. I might as well preach the way I feel. When the wars in this country, the majority of them were won from young men between the age of 19 and 21. The average warrior in our country was about 20 years old. And our culture wants to get them to where they can't even keep a job. Well, that's just what they wanna do, living in grandma's basement at 30 years old, playing video games instead of working like a man. I'm gonna tell you, it's not the will of God in the world. and It's definitely not the will of God in the church. They love the pleasure more than they love God. They love the the stimulation of the brain more than they love God. But I'm going to tell you what I feel. Pastor, you're not preaching salvation today. I preach salvation all the time. But here's what I feel. If we will have a revival in our men, you can't can't get a building big enough to contain what God wants to do in this city, what he wants to do in your family, and there will be a revival in our men. Come on. You know what I say? We start something. We get some men to start declaring, God's going to do something in my life. God's going to do something in my home. He said, hear, therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it. Verse 3, that it may be well with thee, and that ye may increase. Everybody, sh- I want everybody in the building to say, we, we declare, declare, we will increase, we will increase. mightily. Might. I want some husband, some man lean over and say, it's not over yet. Come on, I want some man to take authority in his home. Pastor, we hit the barrel clock. No, we did not, we hit declaration time. I said, we hit declaration time. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, I declare it's not over yet. I wonder if there's any men in this building to say, I declare I'm gonna give
1: back everything God has for me. <laughs>
0: Come on, I'm going to get back everything God has for me. I'm not going to hell. I'm not going to live intimidated. I'm not going to live beat down. I'm not going to live trotting down. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to get dominion. I'm going to get dominion from my mind. I'm going to get dominion from my home. I wonder how many men will get out of your seat, run up to this altar and say, I declare the blessing of God. Come on, man. Come on, men. I declare God. I declare the increase, not the decrease. I declare victory and not defeat. I declare. I declare. I declare prayer meetings. I declare when I pray, something's going to happen. I declare we'll lay hands on the sick and they recover. I declare. Come on, press on, men. Get a little closer, men. I'm gonna get close to God. He's gonna get close to my family. Come on, I know what the enemy said, but I know what God said. I'm gonna declare before God. I declare, I declare, I declare. Look at all the men in this church. I thank every lady out to clap your hands and thank God for the men. I declare. I'm gonna tell you what I declare on a Sunday morning. I declare a men's revival. I declare a men's prayer meeting. I declare men with authority, men with integrity I declare I thank God for grandma I thank God for every praying lady I'm going to tell you right now I thank God for my daddy got on his knees and prayed I thank God for men y'all believe there's an attack on the man y'all know there's an attack on the man He said, increase mightily as the Lord God of thy fathers hath promised thee in the land that floweth with milk and honey. The lady shouldn't be the head of the house. That's not biblical. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. He said, the head of man is Christ, the head of Christ is God, and the head of the woman is the man. If that's the case, Why are we leaving all the spiritual decisions up to the lady of the house? We're letting her teach our children. We're letting her. Mama has taught. Majority of Sunday school teachers are women. I know what the Bible says. For women to teach the women and the children. I understand that. But it's not the will of God for our children to only hear what we believe from the wife and the mother. Y'all know what I'm telling you is the truth. Sit down with your kids and say, let me tell you my testimony. Let me tell you some things the Lord's done for our family. I'm going to tell you beyond that. Let me tell you what God's going to do in your life. God's going to bless you. The Bible says that Levi received tithes in the bosom of Abraham. That's three generations later. It is. Isaac, Jacob, and Levi. How did he do it? Because when Abraham was living now, he was blessing generations to come. Men, don't you think for a minute coming to church is in vain. Don't you think for those, those... you know, sometimes when you're praying, you feel like you're talking to a wall. You ever been there? Am I talking to any real people, or is it every time you go to prayer you got an angel? You got an angel standing around you saying, "Come on." Oh no! Sometimes prayer doesn't feel good, but it's still right. I'm going to tell you those prayer meetings where we tap into heaven—there ain't nothing like it in the world that compares to the relationship with Jesus Christ. Watch. He said, observe it, that it may be well with thee. Everybody say, it's going to be well. I want every man in the room to say, it's going to be okay. okay. You know what type of affirmation comes in a house? When a man says, it's going to be all right. You can flex if you want to when you say it. I don't care. It's, it's It's testosterone. It's in you. It's going to be all right. Then smile. Amen. Make it comforting. He went on to say, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God. That is a declaration. That's a declaration. Every time a baby is born, I get invited to the hospital to see the baby. When I hold the baby, that's what I declare. Hear, O Israel. I call on my name and say, the Lord our God is one Lord. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might. Would y'all read it with me? Come on, man, let's go back to the verse, begin that verse. Hero O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might. Read on. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. That's a declaration. Read on. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, shall talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Are you doing that? It's time to do it. Hollywood doesn't need to be declaring in our house. Strangers don't need to be declaring to our children. There is confusion because there's a lack of declaration from the men in the home. You believe it? Say amen. Amen. Come on. You men need a good whipping every now and then. Redirecting every now and then. Are y'all with me or not? We want direction. Pastor, we don't come to church just to go to church. We want to know what we're supposed to do. Look what it says. Go on. Look what it says. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. Read on. And thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on thy gate. Yeah, it's not the women's job. This is directing everybody in the house the leaders of the home. Read on. And it shall be, come on, when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he sware unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities which thou buildest not, go on, and houses full of all good things which thou fillest not, and wells dig which thou diggest not, vineyards and olive trees which thou plantest not, when thou shalt have eaten and be full. Verse 12, then beware, lest thou forget. From the house of bondage. Somebody shout, I'm glad he brought me out. Look at verse, look at, look at verse uh, 18. Go to verse 17. Ye shall diligently keep the com- go on, everybody, commandments of the Lord your God and his testimonies and his statutes which he hath commanded thee. And thou shalt do that which is right and good in the sight of the Lord, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest go in and possess the good land which the Lord sware unto thy fathers. All right? Everybody say, we're going to get what God has for us. Look at your neighbor and say, God's got a promise for us. Look at the next verse. Are you ready? To cast out all. Woo! When you do good and it is well, every enemy is going to be cast out. He's going to come in one way and scatter seven. He said, are you ready? But Joey, as the Lord has spoken. What am I doing? I'm declaring God's word. The enemy's coming in one way. He's going to be scattered seven ways. Look at verse 20. I'm going to say this one. And when thy son asketh thee in the time to come, saying, What mean the testimonies and the statutes and the judgments which the Lord our God hath commanded you? When the son comes up, the next father, the father of the grandkids, questions the ways that you live. Look what it says. Then thou shalt say unto thy son, We were Pharaoh's bondmen in Egypt, and the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. What he was saying was this as you declare to your son, We declare to come out of bondage, and everything we have now is because we walk with the Lord and he walks with us. Don't go any other way, don't live any other way. I promise you, if you'll keep on living, You'll keep declaring. You'll keep speaking life. You'll keep praying. Go to church. God's going to impact your family because that's what God said he's going to do. Everybody shout, we declare. How many want your children to live for God one day? How many want your grandkids to live for God one day? I'm going to tell you how to do it. Be a man and declare. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we're going to start declaring some things at offering time. We're, we're, We're going to declare things about the authority of God's Word. We're going to declare, can I declare a few things here for a minute? Oh my lands. help me Lord, I get, I get pastoral insecurities when I'm up here in the clock is what it is. Look what it says. We're going to read verses, but we're going to say, upon the authority of the Word of God, we declare that the Lord is our provider. As one who tithes and gives offerings, I am entitled to his blessings and protection from the attacks of the enemy. Therefore I bring my tithe and offering. We're going to talk about that. Knowing that my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. We're going to talk about as employees, we're going, to, we're going to claim good jobs, raises and bonuses and those things. We're, we're going to talk about as business owners, we claim favorable contracts and blessings of the kingdom. We're going to go on as things for his people, the Lord shall supply supply the, uh, the benefits and the blessings of God. We're going to start declaring some things so spiritual blessings flow, be, um, follow the giver. I declare, somebody say, I, I declare that my whole family is saved. Family is saved. I, want every, I want every man to say, I declare, I declare my whole family is saved and relationship with god we receive perfect health healing deliverance walking in divine favor and blessing of the almighty i am blessed coming in and going out and all that i put my hand to will prosper in jesus name it's time for us to start declaring i'm going to be a man of god Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want every lady standing. you're a man out there, you stand too. I want you to stretch your hands forth right now. How many of you ladies know there's an attack against the the man of your house? Come on, wave your hand. You know it's true. There's an attack against the man of this house. The pastor. There is. There's an attack on ministry. They tell me 3,000 churches a year are closing. Thousands of pe- preachers have resigned since COVID. The devil's happy about it. But we're gonna train up preachers and send them out to empty buildings, amen. We're not in despair. We are not in despair. I want every man to lift your hands. I want every lady to lift your hands toward them and begin to pray. I want every lady stretching your hands toward them. I want you praying for them. I want you to tell the Lord, I declare that I will be a righteous man. I want you to start speaking it every day. I declare that a just man falls down seven times, but he'll rise again. Come on, I want you to say what I say, men. I declare that failure is not final. I declare that God gives second chances. I declare I will be greater this time than last time. I declare the blessing of God in me, in my wife, through my children. I declare I will have dominion over every thought, over every attack that the enemy would project against me. As they engage in war physically in the Old Testament, we will engage in war spiritually now. We will take authority over every spirit, over every demon, over culture, to do what you've called us to I'm asking you, God, again, to forgive me of my sins, of my unbelief, of my wrath and doubting. Lord, I declare... I'm going to lift up holy hands with faith and fervor in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm asking every lady in the building to step out of your seat. You and come to the altar or step out in the row. I want you to move out of your seat as an object of declaration. We're going to sing a song today, and I want everybody to begin to sing this. Come up here. You're going to lead us in song. How many glad for the Declaration of Independence? How many thankful for what God's about to do in your families? I'm telling you, I feel a revival. Feel a revival. I feel a revival. Oh yeah. Let's sing this song. Go ahead. I declare freedom for. Me.